Okay. Sorry. Well, we're going to go ahead and get started now. Uh, welcome, everyone, to episode number 23 of the Gears and Beers podcast, the portion of the Life Short Live Free podcast where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and other dumb shit. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about using Airsoft for training the Magpul FDC-9, the BNT Station 6, and uh, the Mossberg 590M, and also the possibility of CZ buying Colt. Tonight, as always, we've got Johnson up there on the left, and down on the bottom, that uh, pillow biter is Sam, the owner of... (laughs) (laughs) You're a real dick. (laughs) He's the owner of Shyworks, the uh, sponsor of tonight's episode. Check uh, Shyworks out on facebook and instagram and i believe he's on other alternate social media now too what what other where else are you at sam oh uh, i'm on i'm on MeWe. um uh, i am also on parlor if that ever comes back and i just joined gab or gab um but i haven't really set anything up yet though i'm kind of waiting to see if parlor comes back i'm hoping it does because that was an awesome platform but We'll see, I guess. I I heard it did. I saw a headline that it came back online the other day, like that on it Sunday. It has a landing. No, all it has is a landing page saying they're coming back online, but they they're the whole system ain't up yet. Ah. Okay. Well, anyways, that's a real process. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Anyways, those are the other two guys. I'm your host, Box. And I believe tonight we're going to be doing another giveaway. We always try to do that anyways. Uh, If you share the feed and you comment down below that you shared it, we're going to be giving away a sticker. And if we reach, are we going to do both a patch and a shirt or just one or just a shirt? Um, If we, let's just do, if we, if we reach 20, we'll do a patch. If we reach 25, we'll do a shirt. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Alrighty, you heard the man. Share away, and you got a possibility to win a sticker or a one of these metal patches from Shyworks that are pretty sweet. He's got several different designs that you can go check out on there, well, on the Shyworks.com. Or also one of these uh, sh- uh, Life Short Live Free shirts that we're going to be offering soon. Yep, yep, yep. Speaking of shirts, shout out to James up in Northwest Iowa Firearms. Kilroy Arms, he's starting his uh, a new line of uh, of AR uh, billet art or billet receivers, um, accessories, parts. This is my new favorite sweatshirt. I'm pretty pretty stoked with it. Well, gee, good thanks. story, huh? Glad I made you too. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Screw this guy. Sorry, sorry, Johnson. <laughs> hey, I can't blame you. Johnson, do you want to have you figured it out? Do you want to pull up one of those shirts to show uh, yeah. guys? Uh, this is just a, I'll show a quick. I got, I got just the just the design, the logo here. Um, so there's kind of your your main logo, which is going to be um, one of the one of the base shirts that we're going to be offering here soon. Yeah, picture that, but on a shirt. <laughs> yeah yeah sorry i didn't have one set up on a shirt for you but that will be the main design on the front of the shirt it's pretty neat <clears throat> okay anyways how about we jump right in um what do we want to start with how about we start with the exciting stuff the uh magpul fdc9 yeah sam you want to kick that one um off? yeah so Am I am I loud or is that just in my headphones? Just probably We're your good? headphones. You're good. Okay. All right. So yeah, as he said, this is uh, the FDP nine, FDC nine. Um, Mag and Zev um, got together and created this. It's it's the foldable, almost like a, a suitcase. Um, I don't know what you'd call it a, a carbine. It's a it's based on the Glock operating system. Um, it's, I guess, just a modular pistol. Um, and if you go to box, you don't have a, you know, sure don't do. have this pulled up, do you? Sure you do. do. You? Okay, when it shows sure it here, <laughs> when it shows it here, you can see how it's folded. And then it basically just 
whoosh, flaps out into into a uh, a little a little pistol setup. It's which just is, a square. It's just a square with that little carry handle on top. Is what it is when it's folded up. Yep. 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 Looks like a, so a very miniaturized suitcase kind of. Yeah, and they they had it set up when they initially showed this at Shot Show in 2008. They had it set up as like a flashlight, looked like kind of like a little camping flashlight or something. Is how they originally had it set up. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, the folding mechanism sure looks a lot like a company that just went bankrupt, but. Nonetheless, um, it is obviously going to be a Glock-based steel, which is um, why Zev is kind of involved in this. And what are the so the FDC nine is the carbine, and the FDP nine is the uh, pistol version, right? Yeah, they're actually it's it's the same fucking thing. It's the right, same thing. but one just has a brace, and one yeah. has a, a right. I mean, it just, it comes disassembled from what I can tell. I mean, okay. that's, I mean, cause it doesn't say, it says if you buy the, the pistol version, the large format pistol version, and then you can file your, your form with the ATF and then you can assemble it. It doesn't say anything about having to go back and buy it. So that's what it sounds like to me. It just comes as two pieces. So oh, the pistol's <laughs> just not installed in the thing. I think the stock isn't installed. Because oh, okay. it, it, it's not like the Microroni. It's actually built in it. I think so. Well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, if, I can see where, I don't know, it looks like the slide's in there, though. I know, but I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. It's tough um, to tell. So the basically what you do is you'll have it, when you buy it, you get it as the, as the, um, non-NFA version, whatever the hell that is. And then you have to file, obviously, an SBR, um, a Form 1 or whatever, and turn it into an SBR. And then you can put the brace on it. So I think they. it sounds like they send you all the shit. Um, yeah. Excuse me, a Form 4. Form 4, yeah. Um, so yeah, once you get the form four approved, then you can put the actual, <laughs> then you can put the actual brace on it, which is the fucking stupidity of the NFA just baffles me and it, it, it irritates me to no end. Um, cause I mean, if somebody was going to commit violence with this thing, do you think they give a shit if the ATF has approved that they could do it or not? No. Um, but I digress. So it isn't, uh, did we mention it was nine millimeter? I don't think so. Which I is, think uh, I so. think, probably everybody, everybody kind of, uh, kind of probably expected. Yeah. But really, like, um, it's in the name. Uh, what, what, what use? I mean, what use is this? What, what, what good? What is somebody going to do with this thing? Is my question. Are you falling oh, no, back no, on not. my old argument that I have with you every single time you bring up something like this? Innovative, and you're yeah, like, it's, it'd make a good truck gun or a, throw it in innovative. your bag and you're good. It's, I don't know. To it. me, it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like one of those inconspicuous things like that little cell phone gun or like the, remember like the credit card gun or wallet gun that they had, the little 22s and shit. Yeah, those are all yeah. terrible. Yeah, but this kind of reminds me of that like gimmicky type thing. Like I don't think they're gonna sell. I I don't know the I'm fact that it's one. Magpul. I don't doubt that you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'll buy one instead. That fucking you know that thing between Zev and Magpul. That thing's gonna be fucking eighteen hundred dollars for a fucking Glock seventeen uh, that folds in. No, I'm I'm betting I'm betting it's around a thousand. I bet it's ballpark. I bet it's at uh, least twelve hundred minimum. You think? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's not coming until twenty twenty two. Oh shit. Do you know how much a Zev? What's a Zev OZ nine run? Fucking eight or nine hundred? Yeah, yeah, but this is not like this is a Zev Glock. In a that folds in half. They're gonna make this thing expensive. You I don't think? know. To me, to me, I just. I guess depending on the price point, but as far as like practical use, I think it's one of those gimmicky, just like the, yeah, just like the folding Glock, the the company went out of business for a fucking reason. 
didn't sell shit because nobody ever, what the fuck would you pay it for that one was fucking stupid it's legitimately no, the same thing it just folds up to look like not. a flashlight it is not the 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 thing with this is you have a buttstock. The thing with that was it was just a fucking pistol. There was no but there was no there was no goody to it. There was no point at all to it. The thing with this than, is you can't conceal it at all. <laughs> right. Well, sure unless, you can. unless you take it with you. You ever camping. heard of a fanny pack? Because <laughs> the bears care if I if I'm printing or not, you know. So I'm I, bringing fanny packs fanny packs back, damn it. Oh fuck. Do you no. think I, how many do you think people would like buy this and then just carry it around like at the mall or something thinking, oh, it's inconspicuous. Nobody. This is how I'm going to carry from now on. This is like a fucking great value brand version of the MP5 uh, briefcase gun. This yeah. is like the Walmart brand version of that. See, what you do is <laughs> what you do is you make it. Um, the, like the, the MP5 deal, you could at least fire from the, you know. While it was in the briefcase, yeah, this what would be a lot cooler you, if you could do that. You make a you make a mock briefcase and just put it around that. Um, so you can just carry it around every day like normal, and then if you want to whip it out, you just whoosh, and the whole thing because it, it flips out apparently pretty pretty sweet like I guess sweet. Well, you could make something. It, no, it I'll buy one just cool, for shits and giggles. It does have a cool mechanism. Like it's, it looks like it's spring actuated to where you just unlatch it and it, you know, pops itself open. And I don't know. Um, um, Michael, the strippers are off camera. They're over here for my enjoyment only. I, I apologize. We can't I have them on them, camera due to Facebook censorship. I keep them behind the store. <laughs> if you if you pay real close attention you might see one like peek through the blinds a little bit but um, <laughs> um but no i the re i would buy one just literally i would not use it i would buy it to have it in my arsenal of neat shit that sam owns and then i would i would seracote it something fucking ridiculous neat. To, neat. No, no 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 we need to get one of these and you know like the little kids uh like uh lunch boxes like the little metal yeah. lunch boxes that's yeah. what it needs to go in and have like a Cerakote, like a like scooby doo pj masks Cerakote job on it or something fucking a that'd be yeah we could come up with something what's like <laughs> the most iconic lunch box batman for sure Shit, yeah, I'll make it look like a Batman lunchbox. And then then you could get an actual Batman lunchbox and store it inside of it. That's what I'm saying. Hell yeah. Just have that handle be the handle for the Batman lunchbox. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So when you actually just go like this, the lunchbox falls off. Lunchbox falls off. This thing folds out. So that man out for cool. maximum for maximum. Hey, look at me quality. The the tin lunchbox will slam onto the floor and make a shitload of noise. Exactly. So you can tell when you're whipping your gun out. Yes. Um. So, OK, what are you guys? What What's your guys thoughts on this? Do you think it's awesome? You think it's completely fucking stupid? Or are you in my are you are you in, in my my boat? You think it's pretty kind of cool? I think it's dumb, and the only reason it'll sell is because of movies where people have guns in briefcases. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> I think we're That's all on the, the same page. This is really stupid, <laughs> but we know Sam's buying one because he's a moron. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you give him moron money, he buys stupid shit. That's what yeah, happens. That is true. You need a financial manager, testament. Sam. <laughs> I am testament <laughs> to that for sure. <laughs> Sam just like just, I uh, I know it's dumb as hell, but I'm gonna spend money on it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. dude, I gotta I gotta do it while I'm uh, while I can, you know. Get it while the getting's good. Oh man, Mike. But if you guys got a better idea for a Cerakote job on this than a than a Batman lunchbox or maybe Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo would be kind of cool too. Yeah. To Cerakote it up, let me know. I'm I, I'm I'm totally game for Mickey or star. Did, did you see the Mickey Mouse uh, High Point? 
There was a uh, like yeah yeah a Mickey Mouse painted high point that was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody got a cease and desist for that. It's a mystery mouse tool. Yeah, <laughs> Disney a... sent <laughs> that shit was funny. Disney sent somebody a cease and desist for that. I'd heard. Yeah, was, which I... is not surprising. It was funny, but yeah, cool deal. I'm. I mean, you know, you want to go. Uh, you want to go backpacking for the day? Slap this in your fanny pack. You're good to go, man. Yeah. Oh, why would I slap that in my fanny pack? Why wouldn't I carry something better? Useful. That I don't have to deploy. I just have to fucking draw. <laughs> something that doesn't require a fanny pack to <laughs> carry. <laughs> well, you can or carry a ball. small child's lunchbox. <laughs> this, can be your, this can be your backup. I got my backup to my backup. Well, it's no different than like you guys like strawberry the... shortcake. I love right? <laughs> there you go. That'd be good. Strawberry <laughs> shortcake. I like that. Fucking my little pony. What about I mean, because once it's actually deployed, it's a nine millimeter. It's it's packed the same punch as like, say, I mean, an MP5. It's shooting the same freaking round. You got your your, you know, your stock. Everything is an MP5 better than a than a pistol. Yeah. Then how is this a, not a, tr- a true MP5? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like a, a sub gun, like a, you got your. It, it doesn't matter what it looks like once it's deployed. If you got your your point of imp or your point of uh, contact to brace on, I mean, to me, that's better than just a pistol. If you're in a if you're in a gunfight, um, my two cents. Yes and no. Yes, because you have better stability for aiming, but no, because it's going to take a lot longer to deploy than just drawing a pistol. Especially I'm saying once if you it's have deployed. To, especially, <laughs> that time when you're deploying it counts too. Right. Yeah, but you're not going to deploy an MP5 in, in any shorter amount of time. Why, does it, why is it either this or an MP5? Why isn't it this or a normal concealed carry? I'm right. saying if you have your normal concealed carry, this is in your, say, your backpack or whatever, just thrown in there because you don't have to worry about it you you would be more apt to carry this than a different like an, another sub gun like my my grand power strybog for example um mm. you know why not throw this in your backpack because it's ugly and stupid <laughs> but that's not the, <laughs> aesthetics are not what i'm saying at all once it's deployed and who gives a shit what it looks like it, it's still Hey, what do you mean aesthetics don't apply? Half the shit you buy is... Why'd you get that? It looks cool. Don't act like aesthetics don't fucking matter, because they do. They don't in a gunfight. Who the hell cares? If I can have have, uh, an advantage in a gunfight, I'm going to take it. I don't give a shit if it's a high point, if it's going to help me. That is not going to help you at all. (laughs) Unless you plan on beating them to death with it. If I'm if I ever find myself in a gunfight and I find myself drawing my gun and I look down and I see it's a a, a high point, I'm just gonna, ah fuck it, just just shoot me, man. <laughs> just kill me now. <laughs> it's not um, worth it. Tell me, know. tell my family I was killed in a gay brothel. <laughs> um, Mike, yeah, I don't want my family to know brothel. that I was shot by a high point. Mike Tharp, how the hell are you here tonight? I thought you were always busy on our on these nights, man. I think he's on call, but apparently you don't have a uh, an emergency at the moment. Uh, are they called are they called emergencies? <laughs> yeah, that how situation? does that because it's not really an emergency. I feel like the emergency's <laughs> over. <laughs> I don't know. It was an know. emergency. It is no longer an emergency. <laughs> this dead guy needs attention. Yeah. Stat. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry mike <laughs> guys you're such dicks pretty sure mike is laughing at that too <laughs> <laughs> no new clients <laughs> uh, yeah that oh. is one shitty thing about your line of work mike is you don't have repeat customers very often <laughs> okay uh, so, speaking of gabe <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of gay brothel, where's Toad? Toad is not really, uh, Toad's not no longer a regular. Toad is, will be here occasionally, 
sometimes when he wants to be. Um, but he's, he's no longer a regular. So that's why you're not seeing him on, uh, that many, uh, that many lives and podcasts and stuff. Let's take one of other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Valid. This is an emergency. You need to get this dead human out of my house immediately. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That's a fair point. I guess. Valid. That's a fair point. <laughs> one done. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, how about we move on? Do we want to talk about your subject, Johnson, the airsoft for training? So, I don't know how many of you guys follow T-Rex arms. He can be a hit or miss um, for me. He seems like a really stuck-up, snobby prick sometimes, but other times if I can like get past that and I don't have to like watch the video if I'm just listening to it in the background while I'm working or something, he makes some points that kind of I tend to agree with. And um, he had a video the other day. Well, he had a video a few years ago. They had taken a guy from, uh, where the hell was he from? Japan or something. Um, but he couldn't own real firearms. And uh, he was an airsofter and he used like very realistic, true to scale weight um, airsoft guns. And they invited him to come out and shoot with them to see if, you know, he could outshoot regular shooters because he was so experienced with airsoft and doing repetitions of mag changes, all that stuff. He had never fired a gun before and he was like smoking fast just because of all the repetitions he had had. So they were talking about that as far as um, airsoft being a uh, kind of like a, replacement for dry fire or you know another form of dry fire practice and um this video that i was watching was he had gone to um an airsoft match a big airsoft you know match tournament type deal mill sim it was like a mill sim thing and um kind of set up a booth and they were like renting out uh nvgs and stuff like that and <clears throat> Um, I was like the brothers more than Lucas. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. They are a good company. They have good, uh, they have a good moral compass and they do the right things with their company, but Lucas is kind of a snob, but, um, so they were at this Milsim thing and basically his whole point to this was, um, gun guys look at Milsim and airsoft as kind of like a cringy, little kid uh weird old fat guy that lives in his mom's basement deal and not like training and what he was saying was if more firearms industry people were involved in airsoft airsoft and mill sim it would become less cringy because we could get people exposed to you know um real world situations and real world experience if if you know firearms manufacturers get involved and operators get involved and people start taking training courses, even if they're doing like a pistol training course or a carbine course or CQB, but they're using their airsoft rifles instead of real firearms, you know, that's still good training and vice versa as well. If uh, firearms, people in the firearms industry and, you know, gun guys like us go do uh mill sim or airsoft as a training exercise you can learn things you know it may not be about um it may not be about shooting and getting on target and making accurate shots right because we typically take shots 50 yards 100 yards you know just shooting and if you go shoot three gun there's you know, a couple hundred yard shots that you can take. Well, in airsoft, that's not really a thing. So it's not really so much about the fundamentals of shooting and shooting accurately and things like that. But there's a lot of things that you can't do on like our range out here, right? You can't uh, be doing door security in a building. You're not communicating with people on how to move, where other groups of people are moving, what you're seeing, you know, target identification. You don't do any of that on a flat range situation. And what, how many other opportunities do you have to go pay $200 to do a two-day mill sim 
deal where you're communicating with large groups of people and, you know, basically doing this stuff. If I was going to do right. something like that, I wouldn't do airsoft. If I was looking for what training, would I would go for simunitions. Yeah. Not airsoft. Um, I mean, cause simunitions, the, basically he, and he covers that simunitions. Generally, if you're going to do simunitions stuff, it's a shoot house, right? So it's all going to be CQB stuff. It's not going to be like generally outdoors, large scale, um, multiple buildings, city streets, that type of thing. Anybody who really does simunitions is mostly a CQB shoot house type situation. And also simunitions cost a dollar around roughly. And BBs are pretty much free. Um, and depending on the gun, you can... You know, you can get a cheap airsoft gun and basically be a simulated weight of your actual rifle and have, you know, you can basically, a lot of them, you can just take all your kit off of your gun, put them on your airsoft gun, or if you have the means, duplicate your setup and run it that way. Um, and another thing is like he was talking about, it's basically wearing all your kit. You know, if you're playing on, you know, you want to train with, plates on don't just wear a plate carrier put your plates in it you know get your cardio in make sure you're getting your reps of raising your gun and doing all this stuff with all that stuff on it's just it's a cheap good way to get in training if you're not worried about your actual fundamentals of shooting yeah um i think first off i i think it's any sort of training is better than just um sitting there and shooting a piece of paper with no feedback, not doing anything, not moving whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, so I think getting some sort of, uh, some sort of any training, even if it is with airsoft, you know, moving and shooting is better than better, better than nothing. Um, then I wanted to kind of touch on why is it such a, like, why is it, why is it viewed negatively in the gun industry? Like, obviously, they think you know, it's a bunch of, they think it's a bunch of kids and nerds doing it. Right. You know, and there's a, there's pages on Instagram that there's pages, pages on Insta, Instagram that I come across every now and then, um, that, you know, they're, they're posting shit, like, you know, trying to look hard and stuff with their airsoft guns, which I mean, that's whatever. If that's what you want to do with your, with your time, that's fine. Um, but I think maybe that, that is part of it. It's like, um, they, they view them as wannabes kind of, uh, mm -hmm. tactical Timmy, you know, uh, yeah. view it in the same way that they, they view call of duty type shit maybe. Right. Um, whereas if you're not doing it for that, I mean, for that reason, because you're a tactical Timmy or you want to feel cool, you're doing it for actually training reasons. You know, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that stigma, especially nowadays, um, you said it's a replacement for dry fire. I disagree. I think it's better. I think it's to a, to an extent better than dry fire because you actually get some feedback. Um, I, I guess it depends. You could develop some bad habits. You do have to be careful on that shit. Oh, well, it's easy to develop bad habits. And that's something if you, if you can stand to listen to um, Lucas from T-Rex Arms that long, I would recommend going to look at the, watch the video. He makes some good points because it is very easy to um, make bad habits in flagging people, muzzling people, things like that. Cause it's just an airsoft. hundred percent. Yeah. You think, um, you think there was, oh, it don't matter. You know? There was one situation that he was talking about. Well, there was, you know, they were in a building and enemy team was coming into the hallway. Well, the one guy just stood there and held the door shut. Well, if that's a real scenario, you just get shot through the fucking door. door. Right. Yep. So it's not, but, uh, miles makes a good point, which is part of kind of what he, he talked about in the video. It's about tactics, maneuvers, squad operations, communication, all that stuff, not the shooting aspect of it. Cause you, practice your shooting fundamentals and shooting techniques and shooting accurately on the flat range. This allows you to do all the other stuff that's harder to do with real firearms. Right. So no. 
because it, it becomes inherently way more dangerous when you get this was like I think he said this was like I don't remember a couple hundred people you get 200 people running around even if it's with sim munitions you know shit starts getting haywire um but airsoft it's so cheap it's you know um yeah it's just I think yeah. it's I, th I think it's something that yeah we definitely need to take the tactical Timmy. I mean, and obviously, yeah, there's going to be those types of people in those situations, but like, you're not going to be around them the whole time. You're going to, you know, your group of people is going to go this way and do this. Right. Yeah. And other and, groups of people are going to do other shit. It's. And two, it's like, if you don't want to be, if, if you want to be serious about it and using it as a training aspect, get involved, get, do it with people that are, that are serious about it. You know, mm -hmm. make your own group of people. You don't have to go down the street to where the 12 year olds are playing and, and, and play with them, make your own group and, and people can get into it. And, and nowadays more than ever, when ammo is damn near impossible to find, I think this is, this should be an aspect that people are, are, are looking at a little bit more probably. Yeah. And um, it's definitely not to say, ignore your, your real firearms training, you know, that's something that still needs to be above all things. You need to be able to shoot accurately if you want to live. Right. But mm -hmm. all that other stuff, all that, you know, movement, actual operations with other people, communication, that's all stuff that is harder. Like if you actually have an objective, Hey, we need to go to this place, clear it out secure this and bring it back to here with a group of people what other what other opportunities do you get to do that i do think there's that? an important factor that needs to be considered though and it sounds to yeah, me like right in your face it sounds a lot like this event that you're talking about that just sounds like a game to me and that doesn't a game is not training to me i think if you're going to use airsoft for training then you need to be training with purpose. Just going out and playing a game, that's not right. going to be beneficial to you at all. You need to treat it as training. Yeah. So, and I don't think that, yes, if you're going out to get as many Call of Duty kills as you can and, you know, stand in the middle of the street and spray a window, yeah, you're not in it for the right reasons, right? You're just going out there to play a game. But if you're in there to actually learn something and figure out how, you know, you can effectively move as a squad and accomplish goals and communicate with other groups of people to accomplish this goal, you know, and, and learning about how, what's the best way to communicate with other groups, what's the best way to move. If, you know, if we flanked around this way and that didn't work, let's try splitting up and, you know, just uh, tactics in itself, right. Is a good lesson to be, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. What works, what doesn't work communication, moving as a group of people, you know, there's a ton of stuff that you can learn lessons on. It doesn't have to be repetitious training for it to be training. It can be situational training as well. Leonard says he disagrees. I'm assuming with me or he says serious players play properly, but you did use the word play where they're, still playing a game Leonard they, where they they know in their head that it's a game to them and they're playing to win this isn't they're not it I don't know there's a little difference there to me where they're just playing to win the game whereas think, when you're training you're training to save your life I think there's an important difference so, there so train that way if you, if you want to train that way get like I said get with people right. that's what I'm saying. serious about that and set and set the parameters May I mean they say, hey, these guns they are treated yeah. as your real guns. Muzzle, you know, fl uh, flagging somebody is not acceptable. Um, so make and it, that's make and that's it as something, real as possible, right? And that's something that you have to like. You can't just go to an airsoft match and be like, I'm training for the shit hit the fan scenario, and yeah. when I'm, you know, no. You have to go there with that mindset of I'm training, I'm trying to learn things, I'm trying to better myself in these ways, right? Right. I mean, you have to go there with that mindset. You I mean, yeah, and a lot of and a lot of people like um like like us three for example, there's a lot of our audience that that were in the military and learned basics of 
you know, basics of moving as a team, uh, basics of clearing a room, shit like that. Us guys that are never been involved with that at all, those things are foreign to us. So, mm-hmm. you know, you go and you get involved and, and at least, and at least understand the basics a little bit and start being exposed to that a little bit. I think that's, I think that's, um, probably a, a, an important, important thing to do. And it's a hell of a lot easier, um, to, to have a day of training with your friends than to pay a few hundred bucks and, and go to an actual shoot house, you know? Yeah. So, I think um, it's I, th- I think it's a cool idea. Just kind of looking at some of these comments. Um, Miles says have an LSLF meetup at a Milsim event. See what's what. I mean, I'm I'm down. I'm definitely down to check one of these like Milsim things out because I know that I would be mind blown at how serious some of these people are and how you know like how underprepared I am, how undertrained I am in comparison to people who even just play airsoft for fun. Um, at the end of the day, it won't hurt to have any sort of practice and movement. That's what I'm saying is like, if you go there for the right reason to actually get training out of it, there's no, you know, any reps are good reps. Um, you know, it's all better than none. Um, yeah. And, one thing is you should definitely be careful though. Like, uh, I don't remember who it was that brought up, but of developing bad habits, flagging yeah. people. Cause it's not a freaking cause you realize, Oh, this is an airsoft gun. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to take that. If you do that all day on Saturday and you go to the range on Sunday and you're, you've got a Glock on your hand, like you had a Glock in your hand yesterday, you start flagging people because your brain is just checking out or whatever. That's, that's going to be a problem. So, um, Miles makes a good point. You look silly clearing a room or doing troop movement in sectors of fire. When it comes to real life, those things pay dividends. Been in training scenarios doing this stuff. It feels weird, but when it comes to muscle memory and experience, it works. Um, so yeah, you're basically getting the reps in at a fraction of the cost that it would, you know, like you go to some of those same facilities that these guys get to play Milsim events at. And a lot of times civilians don't have access to these facilities except for these Milsim events, right? So you get these big multi-million dollar facilities that have, you know, all kinds of buildings and city blocks set up and, you know, hostage and terrorist situation scenarios that they can set up for this stuff. And it's like for $200 for a two-day Milsim event, you know, there's not a lot of other times you get that opportunity to be kind of in that situation. So I think, I don't think it's a, if, and yes, we will put an asterisk by that. If you go there for the right reasons, right. If you go there to try and learn, to try and train and better yourself and work on specific things and learn specific things, I think there's a lot of benefit to be had there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. I'd box. Yes. Do I think simunitions are a good idea? I do. Um, and especially somebody who is looking more for, uh, in an, in more of a defensive situation. Right. And maybe that'd be a good place to start before you go like full mill sim. Right. Because you're going to be defending your house. So you want to be able to clear your house. So you want to learn, you know, how to pie a room, how to come around a corner, how to clear doorways, how to clear rooms, right? Maybe some munitions in a shoot house would be a better uh, better fit for someone that's just defensive-minded as far as, like, wanting to clear your house and do that kind of thing, or, or just a, a better place to start, just to kind of... I would much rather learn CQB over urban warfare... I mean, how, what are the chances that we're honestly going to be running with a team Uh, against a group of more of, of another, of another group of people in a gunfight? Pretty slim to none. If you think the civil war is coming pretty good. (laughs) I mean, in the next 10 to 15 years, there's definitely a possibility of that happening. I would say not really. I'm not going to jump with any fucking group and go, go out against anybody. I'm going to, stay around and defend my own and look out for my own. Yeah. With who? You're not going to do that by yourself. Are you going to jump in a fucking crew and go hunting people? 
nobody's hunting people. There's situations where, I mean, you're defending your, defending your property. You're defending your, say it was a apocalyptic situation and you have shit. You, you're, you're just hanging at your home by yourself or hanging at home with your, your loved ones or whatever. People find out that you have shit. Guess what? They're coming knocking at your door. Um, and that would and be a CQB those, situation. Not at my well, house, that or that or the neighborhood, you know, I mean, there's there's all sorts of I, I, I don't. My point is, why not learn it? I'm not yeah. saying not learn it. I'm saying I would rather learn CQB over. And that's and that's like I said, it'd running be, with it, a you know, platoon, maybe for somebody who is is more defensive minded, somebody who is more concerned with defense of their home. CQB would be a better place to learn and going to a shoot house with some munitions or whatever would be a better place to start. Right. Why can't you I do think that it, with, I, with, I think with it airsoft? Go ahead, box. I think it, it's not, would be a better place to start. I think it absolutely is a better place to start. I'm not saying we shouldn't, uh, shouldn't explore your Avenue at all. I'm saying you should mm-hmm. start. You should at least get some experience with CQB before you start going out and learning how to run fucking maneuvers and tactics and shit like that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know that there's. I don't know that there's a right or wrong there. I think if you're going to be prepared to defend your property and your home and things like that, I think, like for me, I would prefer to have a group of people that I know how to communicate and know how to maneuver with in order to protect my home, my property and, you know, things around me. But I also think that CQB is an important skill to have. Right. Cause for me, but, my house is so fucking small. If somebody's in here, there ain't much room clearing to be done. Leonard, <laughs> Leonard puts it best. Learn all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. I, I, I think we're all saying the same thing. We're just saying pretty much. Well, it's, 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 and we like to argue with each other. One (laughs) last point is the cool thing about airsoft is if you want to do it in your home and get actually experience in your actual home, that's an avenue you can go down to because I mean, with, Mm -hmm. with mill sims, I mean, those are like miniature paintballs essentially, right? The simunitions, I believe. Simunitions? No, they're still they're still shaped like a, like a full metal jacket round. But they're like paint. No, no, they're so, no, they're they're, they're solid. Are they going to break shit if you hit it? Like in your house? Oh yeah, that's dude, they I, fuck I'm you saying, up. They fuck you up. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Airsoft could be an option to use in your own house as well. Say you, you work up a plan to defend your home or somebody busts in the front door, busts in the back door, comes in the side window. Um, you can actually run these scenarios and mm-hmm. not worry about putting holes in your drywall or whatever. Right. Well, it depends on your airsoft gun, I suppose, but I would hope that it wouldn't go through your drywall. <laughs> Well, the way that we used to play paintball, you'd soup that shit up as fast as you could and freeze the paintballs, and uh, it was, yeah. Nerf for the win. Leonard, you don't even understand the amount of Nerf guns and darts in my home. I got a five-year-old boy who breathes Nerf right now. He doesn't, he wakes up in the morning, and I swear, he like wakes up and he's like, Nerf darts, where are they? It's like, oh. To him, he's like, uh, dude, I got like, 200 uh, of the small darts and 60 of the big darts for Christmas. A giant. Yeah, mistake. that was a bad mistake. I could have told you that you could, you should have called me and asked that in advance. And I would have told you that was a mistake. Mm. To instead yeah. of, instead of, uh, brewing up some coffee to wake him up in the morning, you just wave yeah. some darts underneath his nose. <laughs> wave a nerf dart under his nose. Nathan <laughs> says house clearing isn't a simple operation. Gl- groups. A train do not train newbies in house clearing because you have a very little tactical advantage. A person hold up securely will have a high kill to killed ratio. Yeah, so you're not going to be running around your house trying to find the perpetrator. You're going to hold up and sit there and wait, right? I guess that makes more sense. Because you're sitting in a corner with only one doorway into that room. So you're going to find, you know, this dude walks in. You clearly ID the target and smoke them. Well, 
fucking yeah. campers, man. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, okay, well, I think I'm going to take us to the next subject. We spent quite a long while on that. We're yeah. coming up on 50 Longer minutes here. Expected, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why don't we move on to your Mossberg 590M that you wanted to talk about, Sam? Yeah, yeah. This bad boy, I'm sure you've seen this. It is just a uh, typical shotgun, shockwave style. But, oh yeah, you get yourself a uh, magazine to go with it. Um, which is, I mean... Weird. It's it's cool, you know? Is it? Sam's all about the cool shit. You guys know this. Is it? Um, <laughs> but they come in, they come in uh, let's see, 5, I believe 5, 10, and 20. Let me let me double check that. Yep, 5, 10, 15, and 20 rounds. So can you still load the tube? Um, I no, I don't think so. No, you de- certainly cannot. No follower? Not, no spring no. and follower? Okay. No, and this is this is it, it rocks in. Um you can see the way that this receiver is cut. Mm-hmm. It's got some some teeth in it. And this rocks in similar to an AK. You put it up in there. Um and it snaps in like so. Um, really easy, nice, and it's it goes in really nice, no problems. Like a lot of times, AKs are <laughs> don't kind have of a to bitch. spit on it or nothing. Right, right, no lube or anything. Um, but this obviously is the shockwave version. Um, and I don't know what a person is going to do with this particular. I mean, I mean, what the hell? What's the point of this gun? Uh, that's apparently the theme tonight. What the fuck is the point of this gun? Um, <laughs> but really, I mean, as far as like a, they, they make this in the shockwave version and then just a typical, this is based on the 590, the Mossberg 590. Um, so it's a proven platform, kind of cool. But obviously the other one is just a, has a normal stock on it. Um, this one, I could see it being used for, you know, home defense possibly, because this is a this is a ten round magazine, and it's not really that cumbersome and bulky. I mean, yes, it's wider. It's about the it's about the width of two p mags, um, but it's not out of line. I don't I don't see it. I don't see it being as crazy out of line. Um, but load this thing up with um, ten rounds of uh, double lot buck, and you're twice as good as if you had you know typically generally these carry about four I think in them four or five. Uh, depending depending on the length of the mag tube um so you're double you're double the your your quantity there and if you want to throw another one you know you got you could have another a backup there and you're going to load it a hell of a lot quicker you know you just releasing the magazine slapping a new one in it's a hell of a lot quicker than sitting here and slamming all these these uh shells in that way what johnson it's Seeming, I'm I'm looking at Mossberg's website at their marketing on the thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically all about speed and convenience for loading, reloading, and unloading. Right. Um, also, full magazines are the center of gravity, making it easy to balance. Which yep. I mean, yeah, you're hanging the hanging the weight closer to you know all the ammo weight closer to you versus out in a tube, and especially if you want. 15 rounds. Can you imagine how long a mag tube is for 15 rounds? You know? Yeah. So for competition shooters, you can get, you know, 15 and 20 shot magazines, which is better than like a 13 round tube. You probably wouldn't have to reload in a stage. And if you did have to reload, it'd be faster than quad loading, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, yeah, I guess I could see that to me, it makes more sense in a, in a in a competitive scenario than anything else really i guess the shockwave one is just a cool factor there's really right (laughs) there's not much else to say on that yeah i mean i could see like if i was a say i was a trucker i mean it's it's nice for being in vehicle i guess you know as far as oh i'd rather have a regular shockwave manipulating it back and forth excuse me um I think I'd have well, a regular shockwave because then you don't have that big old fucking magazine flopping around. If you're in a vehicle and you need more than five rounds that that fucking thing holds, dude, you have got a problem on your fucking hands. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a valid point, I guess. Valid point. But, um, you know, I 
lately the big thing is getting into bullpup shotguns and AK shotguns and AR shotguns and shit. Um, so it's, this is really the, really the inevitable next step, I guess, you know, it was coming. Um, and I, like I said, it's, it's, it's a hell of a lot handier than trying to slap four or five or six or whatever rounds in your, in your magazine, the old fashioned way. So, um, oh, overall, I think it's a kind of a cool gun. Okay. I Michael, you can, it. Un-ear, you can unearmuff now from the California listener. He said he couldn't listen to that part. It's not legal there. So he had to, <laughs> he had to earmuff up for a second. I, mean, I think he must be pretty far behind on the, on the feed. Just a minute yeah. ago, he said no camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It depends on how fast your video is or your internet is, I think. So maybe he's always behind, but. Oh, good stuff. Um, yep. Cool gun though. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. I'm not going to buy one, but I. No, I still. To this day, I still want the Remington 870 version with all the walnut furniture, all the nice, yeah. nice walnut furniture, and I want a nickel plate one. Nickel plated uh, Tac 14 never... with walnut furniture. Tell me that wouldn't just be sexy as a motherfucker. Chrome Ooh. guns have never really, they've never done it for it's me. It's not they chrome, it's nickel plated. It's much Same deeper. Fucking thing. It's a they don't, deeper, they just it's don't. a deeper bluer color. They they don't get my goat. I don't it's not it's not my thing. And I maybe very, maybe like there are very few guns that Shiny works on. Gold AK 47s. Damn they look good. No, they don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh 1911s with good wood grips. And a shotgun and a shotgun with a shotgun with good wood furniture. Something about something about like chrome and wood. Something nickel and wood. Shiny, you know. That's the same way. Have you seen those? Um have you seen wood on those like AK pistols or AR pistols? Excuse me. Oh yeah. The the who makes like that that, like tanker? It's like a 300 blackout pistol. It's all like OD green and black, and then it's got the wood. Who makes that? I don't. Ooh. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Leonard says he's getting into that from all the gangsters in the area. I have to start. Well, if you move out of fucking Chicago land, man, you wouldn't have that issue. Join the join the uh, free yeah. society over here in hey, Iowa, man. Hey, Take them on. Hey, he always gets paid in cash, though. <laughs> Did you see him earlier? Hey, he's. There's... <laughs> He said, come to the south side of Chicago and train in the streets for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's one way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've only got a few minutes left of this here uh, episode, and we've only got nine shares, boys Boy. and girls. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit, a little bit of time one here. A few more minutes. Effort. We need eleven more shares before we can give anything away. So if you just <laughs> if you didn't see the beginning or the pinned comment there, share the video and comment that you've shared it, and you'll get a chance to win one of these stickers here, gears and beer stickers. Or uh, if we get to twenty, we'll do defund or not defund the ATF. That's one of the options though. One of these metal patches. There's options on shyworks.com or if we get to 25, we give away a shirt, which I don't see that happening at this point. We're going to be real well, hard pressed. They got to 25 when it was for Sam wearing a kilt. That was 20 and that's because I let it go on for as long as it needed to. <laughs> Speaking of which, where's that, uh, when we get in that photo shoot? Yeah. I keep well, pushing. Whenever man. you want to take there's a man a kill box right now. <laughs> All right. Do hold it, on. Let me, let me take my pants off. <laughs> uh, no, we do need to get that done though. We promised that quite a while ago. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I don't Miles like has be, been chomping at the bit. I don't like to be a liar. See these photos. Yeah. Hey, you guys box. You gave me all this shit about it, but then you never covered what we were drinking. He's right yeah, it's because it's not interested. <laughs> You're a real dick. I, have a, a I had a Budweiser dick. Clamato here with salt and lime. Oh, that's the same. That's right. the same Shalata, thing. I think. I, 
I think Mike uh, Thart brought me one of those. That's how I was yeah. talking about. He brought me one of those. I'm, I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I have Midnight Moon uh, Moonshine. It is uh, apple pie, and it is magical. I love it. That's good stuff. Good stuff. I got. Good I got, got. water. I did. I do Hard have color. a Bud Light. I do have a Bud Light too. So you have two waters. <laughs> yeah. This one has booze in it, though. <laughs> water that gets me drunk. Yep. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Nice work on the biofang order, Mike. See, they finally got some uh, got some U.S. plug versions back in stock. Um, hey, what's you guys' uh, what's your guys' take on? Uh, I am going to uh, Florida in March and going down to Jimmy's wedding. I'm kicking around the idea of bringing my Glock. I think. Um, I, what's your guys' idea? What's your Thoughts on bringing a gun on vacation? Why not? I think it's if you can. Yeah, I mean Florida reciprocates uh, our permit, so um, it's just it's just why wouldn't you then? Because you're scared my, of a hassle. Mate, no, not at all. Flying with a flying with a uh, gun is not a big deal. It's basically like a check bag. You just declare it to TSA. Um. But like, say in like at the wedding, uh, the wedding is on the beach. Um, I'm going to be drinking alcoholic beverages, you know, so I'm going to have to leave my gun locked up in the room. You know, I don't really particularly like doing that so much, but they do make some that lock um, with a, a cable and then you can lock it around a, a, a stationary object in the room. I mean, what, what's your guys' thoughts on that? You how think many it's stupid to leave it in the hotel room? How many stationary objects are there in, a, in the hotel room? Like a lot of times beds are bolted to the floor, or, you know, a desk or some shit like that. I don't um, know. You guys don't have any thoughts on this? What a, a, do you have? Can you get a small safe that you can put the pistol in that you can put in the room safe? A lot of hotel rooms, I've been in several hotel rooms that don't even have safes or anything. Mike Tharp, most hotels do have a safe, yes, but not sure I'm most okay with keeping my firearm in a in a safe that someone else has the combination to. Also, we're probably getting we're probably getting an Airbnb rather than uh, than a hotel. So I, then get an Airbnb with a gun safe. Problem solved. <laughs> that is not on the on the list of uh, amenities that they generally offer. So bring here's the deal. Fly with your gun down there. Go to some kind of sporting goods store somewhere that would have a gun safe, like a small personal safe like that. When you get there, pick it up, concrete anchor it to a floor in a room in your Airbnb, then take it out when you leave and just don't tell them. <laughs> yeah, that'd go over good. I don't know. I'm buy a cheap like, angle grinder and cut the fucking concrete anchors off flush with the ground. They'll never know. I'm thinking, like I said, uh, um, I got this mini safe with a cable on it. Find an object, loop it around an object that it will not come off of. Obviously, if you have a bolt cutters, you're gonna cut the cable. But what are the chances of somebody busting into my, you know, uh, my wherever I'm staying? Honestly, and they also have a bolt cutters with it, you know, or just don't be a pussy and carry it. Well, if I'm going and drinking, I'm not going to be rocking it in, in a strange state. Now, that's not the so don't get drunk. Mm. Well, I'm not going to well, five times, five nights of the week that I'm there. But on Jimmy's wedding, I'll probably enjoy and enjoy a few cocktails. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I'm thinking I'll probably buy a bag of sacrate, make your own anchor. I like that <laughs> idea, Nathan. It's genius. Go, go with, with an airsoft, air boom, problem solved. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. These are all genius ideas. Then what you can train when you're down there too. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I don't know. I... Gun, just carry your lunchbox. See, these guys are full of good ideas. Bring a hooker and you can carry it and, and she can carry it and not drink. I could like uh, just give it to my girlfriend and be like, all right, honey, you're carrying this. You can't drink. Sorry. <laughs> you need, <laughs> you need to protect me. <laughs> Why didn't you think of that earlier? That's a genius. Plan. Damn it. I'll tell her tonight. That's a fucking genius plan. Thank you, uh, Michael. I, I you can get drunk that. five of the nights that we are gone <laughs> during the wedding. However, absolutely not. <laughs> I will Florida, be getting drunk. You have to carry the gun. Is Florida an open carry state? It is, isn't it? Uh, it might be. Yeah, just be like, all right, just I can bring a whole fucking AR and just have her carry that around the whole time. Be like, all right, woman, you got to protect me. I, I don't think she'd be game with that. Open carry is uh, generally prohibited in Florida. As a general rule, Florida does not allow for open carry of handguns. If a handgun is displayed in a situation not for nece- not necessary for self-defense, criminal charges could follow. Interesting. All right. Well, Florida won't be doing that. And opencarry.org. Florida is not a traditional open carry state. Wah, wah. Losers. Okay, well, I think uh, we're not going to get up to 20 shares, so you guys aren't going to get a patch because you guys are underachievers, and I'm greatly disappointed in you. But we can give you a sticker. We'll give you stickers. We'll give you a participation sticker. <laughs> they are they are scratch and sniff. This this is actually a little-known fact. The Gears and Beers stickers box, you got one of those? Hold it up there. They are scratch and stiff sniff stickers. So there's a there's a there's a beer on there. So s- smell it and it or scratch it and it smells like beer, a delicious beer. And if you if, and if you if chew you on them, take a drink of beer right before you sniff it and then breathe on the sticker, scratch it, then sniff it. It will smell like beer every time. And if they, mm-hmm. y- you chew on it, like I know some of you guys are gonna do, they do taste like crayons. So you're good to go there. It's the really a win win. Happy about that. <laughs> <clears throat> okay so um, we need to give so, away yeah. a sticker oh leonard has the best idea so far tell jimmy armed security absolutely required then you don't have to worry about it yeah have you seen that has he seen seen the state of the of the union right now james you're having a fucking wedding on a beach and you don't have armed security what the <laughs> french man james isn't james watching he doesn't there care should about be us anymore fucking ballistic missile installments within a quarter mile of the wedding i mean well let's be honest it's james he probably has he probably has uh security in mind at some point <laughs> we got guys with ak's uh hanging out in the water just waiting for shit to go down those are actually just the people smuggling cocaine into the country <laughs> <laughs> hey it's it's kind of like our security keys, yeah. if the fucking nash or the coast guard comes they'll be firing i'm sure so hey it's kind of the same uh Cameron, hey, by the way, we are going down. We're flying into Miami uh, Wednesday. We're going to spend Wednesday, Thursday in Miami, and then Friday we're headed down the marathon. So we can uh, hang out and have some beers. We're a BLM shirt and nobody will act like We'll care how you act. Oh, You're so probably well. correct. See, these guys are way smarter than us. Fucking see, that's why I asked. This is a brain trust right here, man. Yep. You guys are yep. geniuses. <laughs> Ooh, nickel pot gun for the fancy wedding. True. I can stop a blabber and now you can take over. I told you we got to give away a fucking sticker. You got to <laughs> pick right, a name, go, dummy. Uh, Box Johnson, you said six. I say seven. Yep, one, fuck two, you, three, you're four, too slow. Five. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Six is Leonardo. Hey, man, you, you won yourself a sticker. I'll even send you a shy work sticker. So you can rock your uh, rock a shy works sticker in your uh, in your Cerakote shop. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, shoot me a message. I'll get it. Uh, I'll get it. Uh, get it sent out to you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uncle Edokley. Sorry. I think that's all we have for you tonight. Then, um, thank you everyone for stopping by and chatting with us. It was a interesting conversation. A couple of conversations that we had tonight. We appreciate everyone that uh, shared the feed. Uh, everyone that didn't, I expect you to do better next time. Um, <laughs> it, 
if you're listening to this on uh, podcast providers after the fact, we do this live on Facebook every other Wednesday night. If you're just finding us on Facebook live right now, you can find us on all major podcast providers and also Instagram and YouTube. And we are not on any alternate social media as of yet, but we're slowly getting there. Johnson, you Except may have something to say. For video type stuff. Right. We have Full30 and Gunstreamer, and I'm working on Rumble. So if you guys are into Rumble, I'm working on that, but Full30 and Gunstreamer are up. Yes. Also, be sure uh-huh. to check out our sponsors, Shyworks.com. You can find metal patches like this thing on there. They're pretty sweet. They got Vel- Velcro on the back. Pretty sweet little things. All sorts of Cerakote shit you can get done from them. He's doing uh, back plates too for Glocks, uh, mag bases too, I think now. And yep, yep, mend laser, laser mag- magazines. Yes, that too. And also check out ballisticimagery.com if you're looking for some photography or videography done or just some cool wall art. If you've been noticing, there's a code down there in the in the ticker LSLF2021 for 10% off on ballisticimagery.com. Once again, thank you everyone for stopping by and we hope you stop by again next time. Sam, take it away. Uh, Michael says peace out from 65 degrees California. Yeah, well, you might be having, you might be rocking 65 degrees, but we're rocking the freedom, baby. I think (laughs) I'll take the 20 degrees every time. Hell yeah. All right, guys, thanks for sticking around. We'll see you again in two weeks. And until we talk to you next time, remember life short, live free, God bless. God bless the United States of America.